You're so trash. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is the This Is Recorded Podcast. I'm your host, Reggie Bullock. Um, joined once again by my wife, Shantavia. Um, and I call this episode the Believe in Yourself episode. We're going to talk about her schooling now that it's coming to an end, but it's been a long time in the process. But before we get into that, I want to say uh, please comment, subscribe, like on SoundCloud or the Apple Podcasts apps on your Apple iPhones or whatever you use. Just let us know you out there. I have an Instagram for This Is Recorded, under This Is Recorded, if you search in Instagram. But I don't really post a lot of shit on it, so if I see feedback, I'll probably get on my shit. But right now, I'm trash. That's what it is. And um, really, shout out and thank you to different countries listening to this. I don't know how. You probably searched for Kevin Hart and like was like, oh, well, I might as well listen to it. But like, the United Kingdom, Australia, Canada... Italy, Zimbabwe, Grenada, and Nigeria. Thank you so much. Like, wow, that's overwhelming. Especially considering that we don't really tell anybody but our couple of friends and maybe a few family members from time to time. And also, we're going into, we just came out of Thanksgiving. We're going into the holiday season. So we want to give something away, give a gift to somebody, a prize. Um, like of $25 because uh, this is independent so we broke as fuck basically <laughs> so we just all we can do is 25 but um, we'll figure out a way and please comment and tell us a way the best way to get some shit to you especially if you're in another country maybe we could do some Amazon shit because I don't know how I'm sending it because 25 might be shipping and handling and I'm a broke boy so but please comment and tell us like what you like I'm thinking like Amazon, you can get whatever the fuck you want, or like a movie theaters, AMC shit, something like that, but I don't know, but please comment on the SoundCloud or under the Instagram, this is recorded podcast, and or this is recorded, I don't know which one, I'm pretty trash at the Instagram, I'm gonna have to do better, but uh, anyway, let's get into this episode, but please comment, like, subscribe, I can't say that enough. We need more feedback, um, and we really thank everybody for listening. Um, but yeah, let's get into this. So, uh, just a quick overview. Um, my wife has been going to school for a very long time. Um, when I met her, she was a full-time student. Um, but you had a job briefly at Dunkin' Donuts. Do you want to talk about that or no? Don't. No, I don't. And I, I'm gonna go back to the Instagram. This is you have two followers. Like I'm. Boy, I'm lit, though. No, you're dim. On God, I'm you're, lit. You're very dim. On God, I'm lit. That's all I wanted to say. I only got two posts. Dunkin' Donuts. I worked there. For, okay, we can bring I worked there for, like, maybe, like, Three at weeks? the most, eight days. <laughs> and then when I, like, I guess that was, like, my probationary period. And then after that, they, like, paid me under the table. So I just felt like it was, like, not legal. It wasn't okay, legal at all. Okay, but they paid you a lot of money. I don't remember. Time. They gave me like probably like 
five, six hundred dollars. And I was like, I worked here for like six days. Like, they was like, hey, we just wanted to show like a black person worked here real quick. Yeah, and then I was so annoyed. So, like, they kept calling me to like give their little shirt back and I wouldn't return their call. And you did not give their little uh, button back either. They didn't want that that. back. That's not my name. They didn't want that back. They just wanted, like, we want our shirt back. And I was like, fuck y'all. Because, like, I didn't really get fired, but like. So, you got laid off. (laughs) <laughs> they were going in a different direction, you know. Um, but it's, it's like, like I you fucking... Mean, they kind of broke up with you. They and they had me down. working like crazy, like all fucking day. Like, y'all slaved me for them eight days, and then y'all fucking paid me under the table. And then, like, wow. let me go. But anyways, yeah. Okay, um, so you were at Clayton State. Um, before you met me, you were... Before you met me, you were already at Clayton State. Um, mm-hmm. taking like classes and you knew you wanted to go for nursing so how was your first couple of months or a year or so in college okay so for the first couple of months I was still living at home and all that so um, you know it was okay I mean it wasn't It was. I felt like it wasn't the best I could have done because I made like a couple C's and that just wasn't me you know I mean high school I was kind of like an A and B kind of, like all A's and one B kind of girl and it was like an 88 and I would be like pissed at myself but then once I got to college I, I don't know it's just a different kind of like ball game like they don't tell you like why you made a certain grade they kind of just give you what the fuck they want you to have like in English I made the same fucking grade on every like paper not like oh you get a c like it was probably like a 76 and i would ask him like well what can i do differently oh this is and he told me some shit like oh this is just an average grade for a for a freshman coming straight out of high school like nigga give me some feedback so i can do better he didn't want me to do better he was a fucking hater yeah (laughs) but um you know so it was just little stupid shit like that but i wasn't really like living my life like it was golden okay hashtag uh jill scott until my second semester when I started kinda not necessarily okay, like up. okay not no I mean as far as school awkward black girl to, into insecure okay okay not like you as like far what as I did with it shout out I to like Issa what Rae. you did with that okay shout out to Issa, Issa Rae my my best friend in my head yeah um but Second semester, I got yeah, yeah, they got kind of scared. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> 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 uh, no, but um, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Um, but second semester, I kind of wilded out a little, not like wilding out, like you know, like uh, whoa, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> not having sex with out. old gangbang over here, like uh, whoa, don't, don't play me. What the not fuck? Not wilding out. Um, I just meant like more. Not wilding out like typical college girl wild out like I, you know, was it, like t- you know, like, in a gangbanger and no shit like that. Or you was funneling like beer in your asshole. Uh, I didn't, like I didn't do any of that. I didn't like fucking get fisted or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just meant I started like, I stopped, I moved out. Okay, because oh. first semester I was still scared, like living at home, you know, the commute. Then I started living, like, on campus, and more like I just stopped, like, giving a fuck, like how I should have. 
Okay. I mean, my grades was still, like, straight, but, like, I wouldn't go to class sometimes. Just kind of huh. fucking off a little bit in one class. But, like, but it was a class that didn't matter, like, political science or whatever. And I tried to get my shit together at the very end and still fucked up and made a C. But at least I didn't fail any class. I've never failed a college class before. I would drop that shit before I failed Okay. It. Proud of you, cause that's the smart way. Yeah, I'm. Just Shout out to you, prideful ass niggas. Like, yo, I'm gonna fucking get my. Yeah, I would never like, go. I would never fail a class that. and please fuck up my GPA. Please highlight when you get your fucking curriculum. Please highlight the fucking drop date, cause you might have to drop that. Yeah, bitch. I always knew. So I mean, stuff. I've only probably dropped like three classes, and one time I dropped like an anatomy class. And it was so fucking dumb because I wanted to drop it to, like, get another teacher the next semester. And the next fucking semester, the same teacher was teaching it. So Trash. it was just really a waste of time. Like, Trash. But, yeah, so. So, um, you have to go take your basic classes. And then you go, for people that don't know, for nursing, you take your basic classes. Then you finish those and you enter into the program. And then, so, basically, your first two years are, like, taking classes. Yeah. Your last two is supposed to be entering the program. Right. So it quite didn't work out like you wanted it. So how know. was it that first time trying to enter and what happened? Um, the first time I enter tried to enter the program, um, we had to take like an entrance test as well, like just to make you more like I guess, um, I don't know what the word is. Like to compare you up against your like peers. They make you take this test, you know, and I guess I, I don't remember if the first semester I did, I think I passed it, but it was like kind of on the low side. It's like a test with like all the subjects on it and like an entrance test called the T's test. So the first time I entered, you know, I got placed on the waiting list and that's basically like, you know, you get on a wait list and then they'll tell you, like, it's not like you stay on the wait list. The next semester, you got to apply again, and then you'll get placed on a wait. Like, it's not like they keep the wait list. It's just a wait list until the semester starts, if that makes sense. So I got placed on that, and they just never called. And then I felt like it was just, like, a continuous, like, cycle. Like, it kind of went on for, like, an absurd amount of time. Like, how long do you think it w went on? Like, probably, yeah, like, some years. Some years, like, maybe I, two or three years. Yeah, and if I knew, I mean, if I knew. And then taking classes over, and then taking the T's over, and then taking classes over. And it was, that's a, that was a lot of money, too. Uh, like, taking the T's, I think the T's was, like, $75 every time. And then just taking and I don't classes think I, over, even though it's long, you're going to pay that shit back yeah. soon. Yeah, so you take it, yeah, it's ridiculous, like, taking class. Because my advisor told me, you know, to take some classes over because I had made C's in like you know the classes that matter the math and the science I made C's but then she didn't tell me that it looks worse like the more times you've taken it so I'm like why would so you tell like me as an advisor like you keep swiping yeah you keep but as an advisor why would you tell me to continuously take you know right so <laughs> you know that made it worse so you know long story short I just kept getting put on the wait list or sometimes it would just be a straight no you know, it depends on what semester you go in. Like, nursing is just crazy. Like, the program, like, getting into it is just stupid. So, um, and I wish I knew back then what I would suggest to somebody now. Like, and my dad used to tell me that. 
Like, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Like, right now, I never do that. Like, I always have, like, a like a backup plan for my back, for my backup plan because it's just really important because, okay, I just really wanted to go to Clayton State, I guess, because I had started there, and I just, you know, I wanted to, you know, finish. Well, what HBCU did you get in? Just for, just to let them know. Just throw that. Shout okay. yourself out. Okay, I got into Clark Atlanta. Hey, not time yeah. But they didn't have a nursing program, so I think my dad actually, like, applied for me, like, on some... Yeah. But I didn't go. They don't even have a nursing program. And that shit is, like, stupid expensive. So, um, you know, I probably would have went there or whatever for a minute and then came to Clayton State anyway. Probably, like, joined a sorority and then, like, came to Like, hey, what did you do with your degree? Oh, um, I'm just, like, the manager. Yeah. It's okay. Shout out to y'all. It's okay. But, um... Did you feel like giving up after, like, what the fuck? Like, I keep doing this over and over for years. Like, did you feel like giving up with the whole, like, uh, Clayton State or nursing in general? Did you feel like giving up? Um, yeah, I did because, um, you know, I just. All right. Sorry about that. We had a little technical difficulties. Uh, my computer is fucking trash. Uh, <laughs> I have to keep it plugged up or that shit will, like, just go out. So, um, thank you for staying with us. Uh, this might sound like shit, but it's okay. <laughs> but I was saying, did you feel like giving up? Like, when you kept taking the teas, you kept doing this over and over, you keep spending money, did you feel like giving up? Um, definitely at one point I did feel like giving up because I was kind of at the point where, I mean, you don't really know what you're go- that you're going to like nursing. You know, so I was like, what if I do all of this, you know, spend all this money, and then I end up not liking it. So I I think I had actually given up. All right. So my computer just doesn't want us to fucking finish. But hopefully we can grind it out, and it will work. Uh, we will try. Uh, thank you. This is turned out <laughs> trash. But um, <laughs> you said you did feel like you did give up, but... I felt like I gave up because... After, you know, not getting in so many times, I decided to go a different route. I remember when I applied to the LPM program at Griffin Tech, I ended up applying, like, at the same time to um, Clayton State, but the dental hygiene program. So I kind of, it was kind of like whichever one I got into, that's what I was going to do. So in a way, I feel like that was not really giving up, but just kind of, going a different route with it because they wouldn't let me apply to dental hygiene and and I just I think the credentials to get into dental hygiene program was a little bit easier so you feel like he intervened um in a way I think I could say that okay so did you feel like discouraged from being at like a university to go into a community college I mean, I didn't feel, like, super discouraged by that aspect of it, but it was, like, going from that, like, to from Clayton State to Griffin Tech or Southern Crescent or whatever, like, I went to actually, like, trying to, like, not trying at all and still making, like, all A's. Like, I have made all A's at Griffin Tech and not really, I mean, I didn't really do any studying or anything. Like, because I had, like, a couple classes you know, because I had to take the classes over there. Um, I think, like, 
just anatomy and like a couple other things like computers that they didn't require at um, Clayton State that they required there. So I ended up, you know, making all A's. So it was So easy. people feel like that's like taking the long route to do your LPN then do bridge for RN. Do you feel like that's dumb or do you feel like out of school maybe that is something certain people should try? Or do you feel like it depends on what kind of student you are? I mean, I just depend. I think it depends on your journey. Like, everybody is different, so I wouldn't count that out. But I don't think that I would suggest that off top. Like, you should go to Griffin Tech, get your LPN, then bridge over. Then you got to get your BSN. That is the long route. But unfortunately, and I mean, not so unfortunate, because I just feel like everything happens, like, for a reason, how it's supposed to. Definitely. Um, you know, so I, I think that I, if I had to go back and do it again, I would probably do the same thing, but I would just maybe apply to Clayton State, you know, the one time, then when I didn't get in the next semester, I would do the LPN thing. If I got in there, go ahead and do that. Cause that would still, you know, save me some time. So how did it, uh, feel like, cause by now this is probably like three four years you would have been done yeah like with everything how does it feel like seeing other people graduate and you know all of that and you know how do you feel inside when stuff like that is going on when you know you could have been right there too I mean that's hard I mean but at the same time like I remember um you know well one of my friends I don't know if you want me yeah one of my friends got into the program, you and know, and classmates, I, like girls yeah, I mean, I don't really care about that, but just certain people getting in and it's like, you know, I should have been there or, you know, it's hard. And I think one of my friends, I didn't talk to her for a while and it wasn't on some like hater shit. It was just kind of on some, like, was I was kind of embarrassed because I didn't get in. And then I kind of, I don't know, I, I don't, I won't, I won't call it like jealousy, but I don't know if it, I don't know what it was, but I just couldn't like face that. Like it was hard for me to face her. So I kind of avoided her and I ended up telling her what it was. Cause she ended up like hitting me like, you know, what the fuck? Like I haven't talked to you. And I was just like, you know, I didn't get in and you know, it's just a lot going on for me right now with that. So, I mean, she understood and everything is cool now, but you know, it's, that's hard like seeing that. But again, that wasn't my journey. Yeah. So why didn't this like three or four years go by and then how does it feel to finally get in the program? Cause I remember going to the mailbox and like opening your letters and when you would get denied at Clayton State, I was just hiding from you and just like, cause nobody wants to see that. When you live with daddy, you see that, that's hard to see somebody work so hard and it's still like, fuck you every time, like you try. Yeah. And I tried everything. Like I tried to get in at Clayton State and then I don't know if you remember, I applied at Kennesaw State yeah. and I wouldn't have wanted to drive all the way up there either, but I just really wanted this shit. You know, so... So how was it when you finally got there? When I got in, it was kind of, like, bittersweet. Because it was, like, I got into both. Like, I got into the dental hygiene program and the nursing program. You know, so, so to go from never getting in, then it's, like, I get to choose. 
you know, that felt good. But um, I don't know. Like I said, it was just like, what if I don't like it? Like, what if all of this is, what if this is like a sign? I remember feeling like that. Like, maybe this is a sign. Like, this shit is not for me. You know, but I ended up going to, you know, nursing. And, I mean, it did feel good. And they remind you when you're in there, like, everybody doesn't get in. Like, so you're, you know, lucky or you deserve it or whatever. So they make you feel like, damn, you know, that was me out there applying and not getting in. And here it is. Now I'm I'm in there. Yeah. So... I know what happened, but everybody else doesn't know what happened. And this is why this shit is called believing yourself. Because life will knock you the fuck down a million times, but you gotta believe in yourself and get back up. So what happens while you in this LPN program? The lower version of the RN program, what happens when you're in this, this program? So I end up getting into the program um, at Southern Crescent. You know, and I mean, it was hard. Like, they, it was like fucking going through, like, a boot camp. It was, like, the worst fucking, like, what, six months of my life. It was, like, terrible. Um, So then last day of, like, clinicals or whatever, it was probably, like, in December or damn near December. Um, You know, so she tells me that, you know, I'm going to fail clinical. If you fail clinical, you automatically fail, like, the whole class. And if you fail the class, you're, like, out of the program or whatever. So, yeah, I got kicked out of the program. And the lady hated me. Like, I don't know why she hated me. Like, it's just one of those things. Like, I remember my mom used to tell me, like, everybody in life is not going to like you. And I can respect that. But there was absolutely no reason why. I mean, she, like, despised me. Um, you know, and of course, I end up getting her for clinical. And, of course, we're all nervous because it's the first time we've ever worked with patients, like, you know, we're nervous as hell, y'all treating us like we in a fucking, like, we being hazed in a sorority, so, you know, everybody was on the same level, but she just made it seem like, I feel like they wanted to make, like, an example out of us, like, me and another girl got kicked out, so, um, so that happened, and, you know, it was hard, but I don't even remember... Like being sad, I was more like shocked about it, cause it was what pissed me off is that I probably had like a fucking like I had some form like a good ass grade in the class, like a million, like like a super A, like ridiculous, like and so even and I didn't take the final and still probably had like a C in the class, like that's how good I was doing, like cause I was like okay well I'm kicked out, why the fuck do I need to take the final then, you know so. Whatever. Long story short, like, I got kicked out of the program. And, you know, I don't even remember, like, crying. I was just really, like, shocked. I think I ended up crying, but, like, weeks later. Remember, I think because we were engaged, and I think my ring, like, broke. And I came home from work, and I just, like, let it all, like, out. And you were like, what? You don't know. Saying that. that ring costs a million dollars. Don't get it twisted. I mean, but still, it broke. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, my life is fucking, like, falling apart. So I remember I came home and I cried. And you, like. Were you, like, damn. <laughs> damn. Damn. <laughs> or, like, was it just, like, uh, mm-hmm. dang, Mr. Sunshine. It was. Dang. Yeah, I mean, that shit is It was just, hard. That shit was hard. Like, it's frustrating. You know. But, like, I don't know. Like, in life, though, shit happens. Like, that's the bottom line. 
That's why mm-hmm. kids and anybody just stay fucking being you because like yo like enjoy the times. If you have somebody paying for you, really appreciate that shit and enjoy it because like that shit is going to change and you're gonna have to deal with the real world and shit's going to happen. Yeah. You know, and like seeing you go through that, that shit, even my little struggles with school, like I currently right now have to just take an entry like test and I fucking failed that shit two times by what, three points? By, I think it was like one By one point. One question, two points. That shit like really is discouraging. And I'm still questioning about that, but anyway, so long story short as well, you pull yourself up somehow and you go back and enter an LPN program. I did, but at a different but at a different school. Okay, because um, you couldn't go to that one. Nah. Like I still wanted to do it. Like I just felt well, at first I felt like this shit have to be a sign. Like before I'm talking about sign, this shit is a for sure sign. Like this shit is not for me. Right? So it ain't like so, a Tyree sign, it's like a I just want baby <laughs> <laughs> you just want the nur- like the nursery program is your baby and like baby. I just want my baby and what then like you keep being horrible like you just keep fucking getting fucked up and it's like for real, what the fuck else do I do? But anyway. So yeah, I end up applying and going to another a different school. Um, you know, and getting in there. I mean we ended up, you know, well, we got married, and then I start. I think we, yeah, you know, Shout life started looking up, you know. Got married. Um, she done got, I was married now, and when your name changed, the glow up started to happen. Okay, the glow up. Okay. okay. So, you know, um, I think we got married, went on our honeymoon, and then we got back that Saturday. Monday, I started school. It was something crazy like something that. Wild. So I ended up going to school, and it was just the experience was completely fucking different. Like, they didn't treat us like shit. I mean, they uplifted us. They helped us. They were, It was just different. The whole time I was, like, the whole program, I was waiting for the shit to change. Like, I mean, they had us doing some dumb shit, like riding really far to clinicals and shit. But it was nothing like, I'll take that shit over that Griffin Tech shit, like, any day. Like, yeah. so, you know, it was better, and I, you know, I end up, you know, graduating or whatever. Graduation is fuck. Okay, fun. graduation, you know, and it was just different. It just felt good. So, that, I mean, it was, it was a good thing. Um, so, when you graduated, did you feel, like, accomplished and, like, happy and all that, or was it still something missing for you? I felt I was happy, but I didn't feel, like, complete. I didn't feel like that was it. That's why at that time I didn't go to, like, a graduation. We had our pinning ceremony, which is, like, you know, for specifically for nursing, you have, like, a pinning where, like, you go and get pinned and you wear your nursing uniform and your family comes. It's really cute. Um, you know, you light a candle because, like, that's what nurses did, like, way back when, you know, Real cool, but I didn't go to a graduation because I felt like that wasn't a degree. So you had a graduation? Yeah, I just didn't want to go. I did not know that. Um, This is a first. I didn't find out because I'm here with this pervert <laughs> that fucking didn't tell me. But wow, 
I didn't yeah, I know just, that. I told you that. Oh, I think I told my dad. Because I was like, I don't really want to go oh, to so the you graduation. Oh, so you married to your daddy now, you little pervert. Shut the hell up. I just felt like it wasn't, it's not a degree. Like, having an LPN for me is definitely a, an accomplishment, but it's still not a degree. It's a diploma. I mean, it's so, and I'm like, the way like, they're treating it now makes playing. you feel that way. Yeah, and I knew that, too, like, going into it. Like, you're going to treat me like, oh, you're not a real nurse. You're not... But, I mean, I know more shit. I know some RNs now that, I mean, should you be? Like, bitch, you can't even, like, do regular stuff. You know what I mean? Like, so, I mean, that was my struggle there because I knew what it was going to be. You're going to be treated less than. You're going to be looked at like, oh, basically you're, you know, like a CNA when you're definitely not. Because I definitely had to sit for, like, boards. Like, so I'm. Talk about it. Definitely not. I mean, this ain't no, this is like a, you know, something for real. And they treat it like it's not. So your first job out of school, how was that experience? Believe um, in yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it was at a nursing home. And at the time, I mean, that was the only place that called back. I applied to every everything. And then you also went to that nursing home and you said what? I forgot about that. While you that. were there. Damn. While you were doing clinicals. So I did, did clinicals for my CNA because to get into the LPN program, you had to be a CNA first. Right. So I did clinicals at this nursing home. And I was like, it was the worst fucking nursing home I've ever like. I mean, I haven't been in too many nursing homes. It just was, I don't know. They just treated the, the people bad. Like. It was terrible. So I ended up working there. I mean, fucking. So I looked at it like, well, maybe I can come in and change some shit and be like, you know, a better person in here. And I tried my best, but, you know, they was always like trying to write me up. And I mean, they wrote everybody up, but I don't get written up at jobs. And then they also did bullshit like if you get hurt, it's an automatic. Oh my God. Yeah. If you get hurt at the job, you're getting wrote up. Before they ask you if you're okay, um, because automatically your fault. Um, just stupid. It was just too stupid. And believe in yourself and make your own way, because these jobs don't give a fuck about you. We'll talk about that topic one day, because that's going to take a long time, but they really don't. They do and not. And that's just the bottom line. So, how did that end, and how long did that take? Um, I worked there for... Eight months, I think it was, from, like, October to, like, June. Um, you know, like I said, they would write me up and, you know, doing all this bullshit. So, you know, she ended up calling me, like, on a Sunday. And I was supposed to um, go, you know, I was supposed to work on Monday. So she calls me and is like, did you give Miss such and such her antibiotics? And I'm like, yeah, I did. You know, and she's like you know, no, you didn't because they're still in the medication cart. But this lady was on hospice, so sometimes it'll be medications from the the pharmacy that they use and also from hospice. So it must have came twice because I for sure gave this lady her medicine, you know, because I wouldn't do that. Like, why would I lie and be... Right. And, I mean, why would I lie and be signing off when I wasn't doing it? That's the type of shit they were doing. So basically, she tried to catch me up. She was like, oh, you're suspended and blah, blah, blah. So um, I just never went back. Yeah. So because I felt like they were going to fire, like on some bullshit, try to fire me. 
But like y'all, I'm just not gonna come back because y'all trying to like question my character. Like I would never do something like that, you know. So I just never went back. Um, and then here we are, yeah. like, and we had just bought a house, um, and so I'm jobless now. I mean, it was really, I mean, I think it's a little bit dramatic because I think I stopped working there. It was, like, end of June, like, June 20-something. Right. And then after that, and while I was working at a nursing home, I was always, always, always looking for another job. Like, um, I'm talking about applying for a job as soon as I get off work. I'm, I sent in an application at, to anywhere and at least, like, another, once a day. Another reasoning on why, like, Things happen for a reason because with you working that job, because before that you would just work weekends, and with you working that job, you got your first like full time job, which showed creditors and everything that we make a good amount of money and it afforded us to have this house and mm-hmm. it was like really a great thing and it's a situation in like keep saying believe in yourself if you know what you're doing is right keep believing and know. You know, like, trust your spirit, trust your gut, because you had that job basically to get us in here. That was the sole fucking purpose mm-hmm. of that job. Because it was shit before you even had the job. When you did clinicals, it was shit. And just an overview of, like, this is a real, like, triumph story because the overview, if you've been listening, but I'll run it back to you real quick. You go to school, you finish your classes, you enter your program, you don't get in the program, you keep trying that shit for years. It doesn't work. Then you go, uh, try to go to LPN school. You go to LPN school. You get in LPN school. You get kicked out of LPN school, which is the lower version of what you wanted to do anyway, which is crazy. So then after you get kicked out of that shit, you get, pick yourself up, go back. Then after you go back, you finish it. Think, oh, shit's great. That just happened. No, fuck you. Life kicked you in the ass again. And then you get fired. Or quit. Yeah, I didn't get fired, baby. Hold on now. Okay. Hold on. I mean, but then you quit. But, again, that's like life, it set us up in a certain way. Like, and it just goes like that. So, believe in yourself, basically. So, what was that time period for you like? um, In between, like, getting... Uh, uh, like quitting and then going to a new like like every day what was every day like what was your day to day or what was your mindset in that time when you didn't have a job I mean I just was more like super like focused like I have to do it was un- it was an uncomfortable time like I said we had just bought this house and you know we go from being like you know really I mean I think we were in here for like four months and then that happened. But, I mean, it was kind of uncomfortable because it felt like, damn, are we going to be like be able to keep this house? Like, am I going to get a job? But it was kind of, if you remember, at that time, it was kind of hard for me to sit and think because that was another thing um, that everything happens for a reason because, like I said, I applied for jobs all the time. But as soon as I quit, like, they started calling. Like, some, like a different job called me every day. Believe in yourself. <laughs> Every day. So I was really just going to interviews. Like, all the time. So, 
then I end up. So you was a professional. I was a professional. Like, like I had that shit. If that, anybody like needed to call not for three skills, months. like you act so dramatic. Like remember, it was end of June, and then like me and you years. both got those jobs on like July. I was 7th. setting that up, baby. I was setting that up. Oh, he got mad. So with you being a professional interviewer, mm-hmm. since you done spilled the beans because you can't hold goddamn water. He got mad. Um, the great thing was is that. She always wanted to work at Kaiser, and then I've been working at the hospital forever. That was my first job when I was 16. I'm 30 now. You do the math. Um, so she wanted to work at Kaiser, and then in the hospital, I wanted to work in supply chain. My dad worked there. I knew what it entailed, and it's kind of like the highest you can go without a degree. So we're going through these struggles. we coming home, and, you know, I'll pull up to the house like, damn. Are we, is this shit my house? Are we going to be able to keep it? Like, you know, real dramatic, but, like, not really because it's like um, we just lost some income. So we all going through that. So we go, and they tell her to come to the interview. But long story short, she goes to the interview just so they can tell her she got the job. And I happen to be off that day randomly, and I drove her, and then, she comes out, can't even keep a smile. The people in, can't even hold her smile. The people in the lobby are like, look at her. She's so happy. And all of that shit. And it was a pretty great day. So I think we went and picked up her little brother, Dre. And we just was at the pool hanging out. And I had an interview for the supply chain job. Uh, before, around the same time, I guess she had her interview. So I went and back up real quick. She had a Kaiser like convention she went to, and they was like, "Oh, you can get the job," and she didn't get it. Then either. No, that was just that was an interview. That was a regular interview. And then you didn't this get was, that. No, I didn't get that. And then I, so you go. And, and I saw that lady there, and I was like, "Fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck you, punk ass." But anyway, so just to think, man, like she always wanted Kaiser. I always wanted supply chain. And that's how God works, and that's how we say believe in yourself no matter your situation. Because if you're doing the right thing, keyword, the right thing, keyword, the right thing, and no, you're not doing no fuck shit, or it's really your fault, like not playing. I don't know why shit happens to me. You fucking know why. Mm-hmm. But if you're literally doing the right thing, shit will like happen for you because... If that didn't prove like God is real or positive things happen to positive people, that day we both got jobs. We were sitting at the pool and we were really happy. Like she got that job and just talking about all we've been through. And then I get a phone call and then I got that job and I fucking jumped in the pool and I felt like I was going to drop my phone in the pool, but I didn't give a fuck because I was like really excited. And I knew too when the phone rang, I just knew that that's what it was. The vibe was the vibe was right, and it just was like, man, just like that really proved to me too as well. Like, don't ever be a slave to no job either. If they're treating you, don't be fucking stupid. Let me let me uh, paraphrase this. Don't be an idiot. Like, man, fuck that shit, bro. I just ain't going no more. Like, don't do that dumb shit. But if they really treating you like shit, you deserve better. And maybe you need to move the fuck on. Uh. Um, <laughs> I mean. Depending on your situation, but if they're treating you like shit, maybe you do need to move the fuck on and just trust 
and believe in yourself. Like step out on faith or a little just bit, get you another job? A little first. bit, but like try to get you another job. But if it get too bad, then walk away from that motherfucker. But try to have a plan. Like I had to walk away from Kaiser. I'm setting that up and you keep doing <laughs> it. She's not good, y'all. But anyway. He got mad again. Um, So you got the job, but now you had to become a fucking commuter. Oh my God. So we live on a good day, what, 50 or 45 minutes from where you had to drive to? I think it's like 53 minutes. 53 minutes on a great day. No traffic. With no traffic. Which is not possible. Um, so how was it being a commuter? Um, it sucked. I would never fucking do it again. Like I would never ever do it again. I so tell them what fuck. your day consisted of when you were working from fucking eight thirty to five. Or... Um, so I would I would wake up and leave the house probably about five fifty. Yeah, like five thirty ish. Yeah, you couldn't leave if I left at six like. If I left at like six anything, um, like my whole day would be fucked up. Like I would be late to work. So I would get, I would leave at five something, five forty-five maybe, mm-hmm. um, to to be to work at eight thirty. So I end up getting to work. I think up there I worked. At, I got to work at. I had to be there at eight. Yeah. So I would get to work at like earlier than seven every day. And I would just sit in my car, like, until 8 o'clock till it was time to go in. Um, and then on the ride home, so I'm getting off at 5. Atlanta traffic is bullshit. So I would, it would take me two hours to get home every day. And that's a good day. So I'm get like, if it was a bad day, like, if it rained or, like, any fucking thing, I would get home, like, 8 o'clock. So you're basically doing 12-hour shifts but only working 8 hours. Yeah. Every sucked. Monday through Friday you're doing that it shit. It sucked. And I think I, it stressed me the fuck out. So, yeah. And then, so, but then you're also believing yourself. Believing yourself. You smart. You kind. You is important. Oh um, because literally I've never heard of nobody really doing that. Except for like one other person. But, um... Six months and you had a transfer right next to the house. Like, how cool was that? It was perfect. Like, like I didn't want to leave because you know I was. I love. I loved working there. The vibe was good. Like you know, um, I met like a really good like friend who worked there. Like she was around the same age and whatever. So I mean, I didn't want to leave, but like I had to because like literally the pl- the place that. I transferred to same, you know, same company or whatever. It's Kaiser, and uh, it's like twenty. It takes me twenty minutes to get there. Like, I mean, that you. And then can't, when did you start doing your working on your RN degree? Going back to the original plan from day one. You said when did, when did I start? You start? I don't feel like it ever really stopped. I'm more like. They made me, like, take a couple classes over. But I remember I applied for the or bridge. Or you just knew, like, since you just now getting a job, you couldn't. No, I applied to the bridge program, remember? What's and the got bridge in, program for people that don't know? Oh, well, the bridge program is like an LPN to RN program. Like, because you're LPN, 
you can it takes you a year versus like two years to get your RN. So I remember I applied like I applied before I graduated from LPN school. Yeah. But um, they ended up telling me I didn't. You know, one of my classes didn't work out, so I had to. That's when I started taking. Cl- I had to take that class over because it had expired. So then I take that. Um, I had to take that class, and then I, I I applied again. But at that time, I had just started working at Kaiser, so I couldn't like ask them for a day off because I had just started working there. Like I was still in orientation. Yeah. So I couldn't do it, but I've been like trying to apply to the RM program. And then, how did your job support you um, taking classes for it? Once you got in, so you got in the nursing program. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. Again. So you got in the RN program. Mm-hmm. And how did your job support you in that time? Um, they didn't. Um, you know, Kaiser is supposed to be like a you know continuing education. Blah blah blah. Um, you know, and she even at my interview told me about this program that they have where they let you be off for eight hours a week and they'll pay you. You know, she mentioned that in my, so I was like, that's perfect. Cause I knew the LP and the RN program was one day a week, right. you know, and then one day a week for clinical. So class one day and then clinical one day. And clinical could be on the weekend. So I worked Monday through Friday. So it was like kind of perfect. Like if she gave me the day off. So I remember I asked her about the day. When I asked her for the day off, one girl had just graduated. And she was had been on the Ben Hutner program for years. Like so nobody else got to be on it. Like I remember they were saying she like had a baby and, you know, was on maternity leave. You, st- you come back, you still on the program. Like you're not supposed to do that. Um, but yeah, so she didn't want me to do it. So I had to end up like lying, remembering like bullshit and like, you know, just so I could go. Like, I'm like, no, it's just one day. And then I would just like on some crazy shit, like not go to work until 12. Like you had to do, you know, knowing your levels of call outs and tardies and all that, just doing what you got to do. Basically. I mean, but she's never there. She wasn't there either. She worked at a different like site. So she was never there, but you never know what day she's going to pop up. So like I, you know, luckily she never came. I think one time she did come and I wasn't there though, but she, she was old. So she would forget a lot of shit. Um, but yeah, like on some crazy shit. Remember that first, like the first like five weeks of class, like I had to be there like every day. Like it was Monday. She knew about one day because I was in the the program, but then, you know, we had to do like checkoffs on like skills and stuff. So I wouldn't come to work until like 1230 and then I just wouldn't clock out for lunch. Warning. The bridge program at certain schools is not really a fucking bridge program because you're going to have to basically go like a full-time school. Yeah. So that's a warning. So long story short with that, what did you have to end up doing because they wouldn't support you? Yeah. So um, I ended, I had to quit (laughs) because, I mean, again, because she just wasn't supporting it. Like I had to quit when it was the last semester. Like I had... I mean, it was, I I quit in August, August, August to December, and I just needed two days a week. December 8th, so we can't even really count December. 
Because it's so fucking short, so we can't count this. Maybe it's the seventh. Well, the seventh. I hope you took the seventh off. I took the seventh Okay, off. sorry. But, um, you know, like you, so, like, again, so if you're paying attention, go to program, go to school, straight out of high school, go to program, don't get in program, forever, go to LPN, go to a lower version, get in LPN, get kicked out of LPN, go back to LPN, do LPN, finish LPN, get a job. Get quit that job, go find your great job. Oh, I wanted it. Get in that job, stay in there, commute, do some crazy work hour shit, then get that job, stay there for a while, then end up quitting again. So, like I said over and over and over, believe in yourself, believe in yourself, believe in yourself. Because right now, currently, you're Tommy, and it's okay. Because we plan things out well. We prepare. You know, we don't make brash decisions ever. We always execute and we move real militant because we know what this world is about. And we believe you can't be mad at situations when you know what the fuck it is. That's how we operate. So we knew what it was. So we knew what we had to do financially to get our money right to support us in this time. But... So going through all of this and knowing that this is all coming to an end and everything, like, what, how do you have problems? Like, how do you continue? Like, what is it? Because I've always wondered that, too. Like, because, like, this from now is either 10 or 11 years, if you're paying attention or I don't know if we said it, but this has been 10 or 11 years for something you started with. Uh, thought 10 or 11 years ago. How do you keep going? They say like 10 years, get your 10,000 hours or something like that and it equates to 10 years. I don't know if it really is the same for this, but like what makes you keep going? Like, to, I mean, all the setbacks, all the downs, it feels like more than ups far as like school goes. Like what keeps you going? I mean, I just feel like, I don't know, like I always want, like, I always want to make, like, you proud, I always want to, like, make my parents proud, like, I, I, you know, I want this, and then becoming an LPN, like, I, I got to know that I actually do like it, so it's something that, if it's something that you want to do, I just feel like you need to just stick with it. Um, as far as the setbacks go, I'm not really like a down kind of person. I'm not, I mean, so that's not something that I, like, I'm always looking to the next. Like, okay, well, that happened, so now what? You know, I'm not going to dwell, I'm not going to dwell on something for too long. And I guess that's how I get past it, because I don't think about it that much. Like, after it happens, like, fuck it. Like, it happened, and that's what it was. As far as the jobs go... Like, I hated working at that nursing home any fucking way, so it was kind of like, that was my out. And then, as far as Kaiser goes, that was like, I just feel like certain shit serves its purpose. Like, Kaiser, I mean, I liked it. It's an excellent fucking company, and I would go back, but again, it's not really for me, you know, because you, I didn't, I don't feel like I learned anything. So, I worked there for two years, and I don't feel like I'm a better nurse because I worked there. I feel like, you know, so I guess it's just that I don't dwell on stuff. And I just, you know, you, I mean, of course, were there through all of that. 
And I mean, we just get through shit. That's that's kind of what we do. So a good support system is the major key. I mean, I I just feel like that in life, like, cause you're gonna find like a like not even a handful, maybe three fingers worth of great people that will come in your life, and you need to really hold on to them because this life is hard. So don't push them away. If y'all have problems, speak about it because it's gonna be really dumb to fuck that friend off, that uh, partner off, whatever it is that like. Somebody you met at work, somebody you met at the fucking grocery store, whatever. Like, in this life, it is genuinely only going to be, like, maybe three people that are, like, life changers, amazing, and help you through hard times. That's what gets you through shit. So, like, really hold on to those people. Message! Um, <laughs> what advice do you give to, like, people that want to go to school, like, for, I guess, anything, not just nursing? Um, I would just make sure that they do the research, like I would, you know, have them, you know, do research beforehand because, you know, you want to be able to use that degree. You want to, that's, I guess that's why I stuck with nursing too, because I could fucking go to the moon and like, I could nurse the shit out of somebody. You ain't going to be able to do that with all fucking, all degrees you're not. So, Mm -hmm. and I knew that. Like, I want stability. I want to be able to find a job whenever. You could be travel nurse. You could fucking be health management. You You could could do anything. be like a teacher. You could fucking literally. Are you talking about like a school nurse? No, like oh. the teachers that are your oh, teachers yeah. currently. I, like, I don't need to do that. I mean, but, yeah. but you could, you could, do could a do, lot with you could it. sit in the office all day, but you're a nurse. Like the yeah, the possibilities are endless. So I mean, that's, nursing ain't for everybody. No. But make sure you know what you have to do beforehand. Like, okay, if you have to, you know, I don't know, whatever you have to do, just know, know the, know your shit before getting that degree, and then you sitting there without a job. Yeah. Know what you're gonna be able to use it for. Don't just have a degree and like, oh, I got a degree, so, but you're not using it. So right. that's pointless for me. I'm using this shit. So how does it feel to fucking, like, for this shit to come full circle and it's like, you can see the finish line. It's like right there in front of you. I mean, it feels a little bit weird. Like, right now, I'm super, like, I mean, I'm not motivated at all. Like, I can't fucking, like, pick up a book, like, if I wanted to. Um, so, please don't listen. No, don't don't do what I do. Don't do. do I'm as I'm I an say. adult. Don't you don't do what I do. Do as I say. Right. You are a child. No, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm completely fucking over it. But I feel like I I don't know. I feel like liberated a little bit. Like it makes me think about like you know when women couldn't vote and when women couldn't do X Y and Z and when it was more like just stay in the kitchen and stay pregnant and you know just so it's it's liberating and then also be a black woman speak about it you know it just feels cool but i'm just not at that point like i feel like i'm gonna i don't know if i like cry about it at the i think so i might fucking cry thug tears I mean, I might, I might shed a couple. Just because, like, this shit has been a long time, a really long, and I've been there, you know, in those times. So, like, you know, I feel what you feel, vice versa. So it's gonna be amazing to like, this hard to promo, baby. (laughs) 
It's a degree. It's a degree. Don't okay. Call it a it's all diploma, baby. He nah, but I mean, it's going to feel fucking amazing, like, to know, like, the struggle and everything you went through and, like, it's super motivating. It's, like, a great story. That's why I felt like sharing the story today and we're going to fucking turn up. We definitely, um... I'm going to come so hard at this graduation. I mean, like, we hey. need to fucking... Hey, y'all, hold up, y'all. Hey. I'm graduation hey. as fuck, though. Hey. I said hey. I'm graduation as <laughs> fuck, though. Is that an original? Oh, it's a freestyle. Okay. It's like 90% of these niggas out right now. Mm-hmm. Message. Um, So, thank you. We're time. We about to watch Bruno Mars. We're recording this on Wednesday night. Bruno Mars at the motherfucking Apollo. Make some noise for this nigga right here. He's a living legend. Um, But uh, thank you for your story. And thank you for motivating me. And thank you for being my wife. Thank you. But um, once again, thank you for listening, everybody. Like, I don't know how you guys listen to it. Like, for it to get so popular and... Like, and for our standards of popular. Right, I was about to say, babe, yeah, calm down. For our standards of popular. <laughs> we made it, mama. Two people that make, uh, listen. But um, really, like, <laughs> different countries, like, all that. We got the stats from SoundCloud, and it's, like, crazy. And it's super motivating. And it really is, like, oh, if you build it, they'll come bullshit. It's real. Like, I thought that was bullshit. But, like... If you put that positive energy out there and you really wanted something, just try it. Just go for it. Stay motivated and most of all, believe in yourself. Um, please comment. Hey, tell us briefly your story or if you write a long one, um, nobody comments on shit. So I'll read it. Tell us your struggles and tell us your believe in yourself moments and most of all, believe in yourself. We, I'm going to keep saying that. But comment on SoundCloud, comment, uh, give us star ratings or comment on Apple. Um, This is recorded. Uh, Please follow me on Instagram so I can have maybe five people instead of two. Um, uh, Give us ideas for a giveaway. $25 because the nigga broke, y'all. $25, man. You play 2K, I can get you some BC. If you like uh, Rue21... If you like something in another country, I think Amazon is probably everywhere, so that would probably be the best bet for y'all. But um, leave some comments on uh, this podcast, other podcasts. Leave some likes. Um, Tell us we're trash. If you don't like it, tell us um, my voice sounds like a penis humming. uh, If you think (laughs) uh, my voice is trash. Uh, I just want to hear from y'all and just thank y'all so much, so much. Thank y'all so much. Please comment, subscribe, comment, subscribe, like, please let us know how you listen to us and we want to give something away. So let us give us some ideas on what to give away and how we can contact you. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good night.